0: It's fun working with such incredibly gifted and talented kids, but also it's great to be in a community that is so gifted and talented because Dr. Mark LSA is not even their director. Elsie Gallardo-Diaz, unfortunately, is sick, and he stepped in last moment and met those kids for the first time this morning. I feel like you work well together. You should leave the university and come to Ruth Murdoch. It's fun working with kids, though. It's fun because, well, it's fun because there's less filters. You can talk to them about anything, and the conversations are real and genuine. And so fifth grade, I get to do Bible studies with them every single year. And one of the questions I ask as we're doing Bible studies is, what is the best gift you have ever received? And There's not one of them that doesn't have an answer to that question. Their wheels start turning and they think of birthday gifts. They think of Christmas gifts. And they think of all of these incredible things. But let's be honest. Is anything under the tree, is anything that we might receive for our birthday even begin to compare to Jesus? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That gift was Jesus The verse that was so well recited up here Matthew 123 And they shall call his name Emmanuel which means God with us What does that mean though I want us to think about what does it mean for God to be with us God came to heal relationships, our relationships with each other and our relationship with God. You see, relationships work a little bit differently than anything else. We learn relationships by the relationships that were modeled to us, which is good news if you've come from a perfect home where everyone is loving and kind all the time. It's not so good news for the rest of us, though. Because that brokenness in our own home perpetuates into our own families. That hurt that we felt becomes the hurt we inflict. So how do we break this cycle of continuing these broken relationships? Well, the good news is psychologists tell us that If you can find one healthy relationship, you can continue to learn what relationships look like. And so one healthy relationship can allow you to grow and to change. God with us is a promise of one perfect, healthy relationship. The God of the universe longs to have a relationship with you that can rewrite every other relationship in your life. The God of the universe who said, I will never leave you or forsake you. The God of the universe who loves you so much, he was willing to die for you. Let that relationship shape every other relationship. But also... He longs to heal the relationship between us and God. John chapter 15 tells us that if we abide in him and he abides in us, that's how we're saved. We're saved through that relationship. So Emmanuel, God with us, is a promise that the very God of the universe has chosen to intertwine his fate with the fate of humanity. He is willing to go through this with us. I don't know about you, but I can't imagine a better gift. This is the gift that truly has the power to change every facet of your life. So this year, Will you accept the greatest gift ever given? I've been told that I'm difficult to give gifts to. I'm difficult to shop for. I mean, I've also been told that I'm difficult, but that's different. But can you imagine trying to buy a gift for a king? And not just any king. The king of the universe. What in the world do you give him? The wise men, with all their wisdom, settled on gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There are some people who have looked at that and said, well, the gold represents the royalty. The frankincense represents the divinity, that incense going up for prayer. And the myrrh, used for bombing represents the suffering. I don't know if that's the thought they put into it. What I do know is this, whether or not that's the case, gold, frankincense, and myrrh were gifts that kings gave to kings. Here they were before the child, and they gave him gold, frankincense and myrrh. But you do realize Jesus wasn't their first king to visit with. And they didn't give their gold, frankincense and myrrh to Herod. A lot can be known about us by who we give our gifts to. It's easy To celebrate Christmas where we give gifts to people who are going to give us gifts back. And so it's kind of this big gift exchange where hopefully we end up with what we started with. And how many of us, is that the case? But celebrating Christmas, celebrating Emmanuel, God with us, is about giving to those who can't give back. Part of the reason why we collect these toys every year. It's part of the reason also every single Sabbath we collect an offering for Christian education with the children's story. Because unfortunately, there are those in our community who don't have money for gifts. But even more unfortunate, there are those in our community who don't have money to send their kids to the Adventist schools. And I don't know about you, but over and over again, parents come to me and they say, isn't there a way we can get our kids in to Ruth Murdoch or to the academy? We have the money, you know that. This Christmas, as we're celebrating what the God of the universe has given us, let's, let's give to others. And so our adventures are going to, wrap, and they're going to collect the unwrapped gifts you've brought me. But they're also going to collect those bills. And this Sabbath, as we have seen the incredible gifts that come with Adventist education, I encourage you: dig a little bit deeper, give a little bit more, because I would love. To live in a community where every single child who wants an Adventist education, we can do that. And I've got a feeling you want that too. There's an art to returning gifts. trying to give a gift that is comparable to the gift you've received. It's not always easy. I remember I had a roommate in college who, as soon as the year began in August, he started talking to me about what he was going to give me for my birthday, which is in November. He had all kinds of elaborate plans, and every single one seemed to top the one before. And I started realizing I was going to have to do something for his birthday. Wasn't in the habit of buying roommates' gifts, but it seemed like this one I needed to do because his birthday was in October. And so I went out and I spent more on him for his birthday than I had ever spent on a family member or a girlfriend. I went all out for that roommate. And after that, there was no more talk of my birthday. (laughs) But it's difficult to know What do you give to someone else after they've given you something? What do you give when the God of the universe has given his son? I mean, let's be honest. The gold, the frankincense, and myrrh, those are tokens. We're talking about the God who can speak things into existence. And this is what they gave him? I don't think, though, that the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh were actually the wise men's gifts. You see, they gave them their attention. As they paid attention to the stars, no one in Israel seemed to notice the star. But here are the wise men from the east. And I love the fact that the Bible just says, from the east, because we don't know exactly where they were from. And that's beautiful because this allows everyone East to say, you know what, I think the wise men might have come from India. I think the wise men might have come from China. It's beautiful because it brings the rest of the world into this story. But these wise men, they gave their attention. They gave their study They gave their time, they gave their energy, they gave their money, they gave their worship. And I don't know exactly how far they traveled or how long it was before they came, but when Herod asked, when did the star first appear, it must have been some time, because later he killed all the infants two and under. They may have given years I dare say the real gift the wise men gave wasn't the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. The real gift the wise men gave, they gave themselves. And it's the only gift that makes sense. Jesus gave us himself. The only thing that makes sense for us to give in return is ourselves. And here's the beautiful thing. The Bible tells us, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you seek me, you will find me. Which is a beautiful promise that lets us know when we seek him, he's going to show up. When we give him ourselves, it gives us the opportunity to fully experience the gift he has given us. So this Christmas with all the gifts that are on your list. What are you giving God? Have you given him completely yourself? Have you given him absolutely everything? Or are you somehow holding back? Because if you are That's a terrible choice. Because if you want to fully experience all that God has to give, it starts with you giving all that you have to give. I want you to take out your phones. We've got a decision with our Connect card today. And we've got three choices. I want you to text the word MAGI, M-A-G-I, to 269 two, two 281 2345. That's 269 281 2345. Text the word Magi. And there are some choices there. The first one I will seek a deeper relationship with God that has the power to transform all other relationships. If you're tired of the brokenness in your life, I invite you, start with that relationship with God. Let that be the relationship that transforms every other relationship. Choice number two, I will give gifts this year that demonstrate who the king really is. This year, as you're thinking about the gifts you need to buy, don't just give to those who can give back. Find those in your life and in your community who actually need the gifts. And number three, I choose to return the gift of Jesus by giving myself completely to him. This Christmas, there's one gift. One gift I would long to see each and every one of you give. It's giving ourselves, giving yourselves completely to the one who gave us everything.